back finally to another episode of I'm Talking to Jew. It's episode 19 today, and today we are talking about Purim. Huge. It is huge. Yeah. It's a very topical one because we've timed this well. We've come back in an opportune moment because we're celebrating Purim on the Jewish calendar this very week. Yeah, What? so what day is it? It is Wednesday night, Thursday, which is, I believe, ooh, you're putting me on the spot here. By the time of recording it, it's about three, four days away. Okay. Okay, so this will be, when this comes out, it'll probably be Tuesday. Yeah. And then Purim will be on Thursday. Yep, and I know that everyone who listens to it, it's the first thing they do. They see it pop up on their smartphones. They listen to it straight away. So hopefully, by the time that Wednesday night comes around, you'll be a Purim expert. Yeah, people will know what to do on Purim. They'll know what to do. They'll know what to wear, what to eat. It's what, all going down. What to drink. What to drink, yeah. exactly. Tell me about tell me about Puzzah. All right, so we're going to jump right into it. Yeah, I'm ready. Purim is probably the happiest, most fun, let your hair down, um, you know, keep your pants up though, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> day right. of the Jewish calendar. It's the happy day. It's the let loose. It's the have fun. It's the party day. Yeah. Is there a story behind those pants down? Did that happen? Um, most probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, definitely not to me ever because, you know, but I think it's probably happened. Um, we'll get to sort of the drinking, partying aspect of Purim. But pretty much you can summarize Purim as you can summarize many Jewish holidays. The Jews almost were killed. They were saved. We want to celebrate. Let's eat. Yeah, that's what every single holiday is. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We almost died and then we didn't. Let's have a party. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So obviously there are different like religious rituals and stuff and there are different traditions that have developed. But it will run through the story. But, you know, in a nutshell, it's a day of just celebrating that we're still here. All right. This sounds like it could possibly be my favorite Jewish holiday. I reckon it probably would be. Might be a a close second to Cheesecake Day. Oh, yeah. um, I think I'm on board with this one. Well, we haven't spoken about Cheesecake Day, but it's very... Cheesecake Day actually isn't celebrating, you know, the almost extermination of the Jewish people. No. So slightly different. But this one is happy and fun. All right. Well, lay it on me. Teach me about Purim. All right. So... The story starts about 2,400 years ago. Okay, yep. If you remember, do you remember we spoke about there were two different temples at different points in Jewish history? There was the first temple, it was destroyed, and then about 70 years later, they built the second temple, and then later on it was destroyed. History repeating itself. Yeah. Yeah. This story happens in between those two. Okay. Yep. So, in between the two temples, the Jewish people were exiled in ancient Babylon where at the time was part of it was ancient Persia, and this happens in Persia. Okay. It's a Persian story. This is already highlighting how much I've forgotten about everything we've spoken about in this podcast. <laughs> Which part? <laughs> Just all of it. Oh, do you want a quick recap? No, it's fine. Okay. I remember, awesome. about, I remember the Babylonians being bad dudes. Yeah. That's fine. No, they were bad dudes. Um, the Jewish people were not living in Israel at the time, or at least most of them weren't living in Israel at the time. So this is a story that happens outside in Persia. Okay. To the Persian Jewish community. All right. Lay it on me. Cool? Yeah. All right. So, let's wind the clocks back to ancient Persia. There's a king. His name is Ahasuerosh. Okay. I was very worried you were going to ask me what his name was. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to ask you. I think there's like an English version of his name, which is like... Um, oh, I'm going to get this wrong. Like... Art- Xerxes or Artaxerxes? Yeah, not the one from the movie 300, but like, (laughs) I think it was like a similarish name. Yeah. I I don't know. It's very confusing. All I know is the Hebrew name is Achashverosh. Achashveros. But no, I said that completely. I butchered that. Yeah, it was like, it was kind of cute. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Achashverosh. 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 Okay. Okay. 
Okay, so the story opens up. Achashverosh is throwing a massive party. Like, we're talking about weeks long. Everybody's involved. There's as much food and drink as you could possibly yeah, want. just a massive bender. Okay. And the Jews are invited to this party. This is a party for everyone. Is it a trap? Is this like a red wedding kind of trap? No, no, no red wedding and no spoilers for Game of Thrones. Okay. This is just a genuine party to just celebrate his massive kingdom and his success of his reign, etc., etc. Okay, I'm on board. Yep, awesome. During the party, the catalyst for the whole story is a Hashverosh calls his queen, whose name is Vashti, and says, Vashti, come and dance in front of me and all my friends. And the traditional understanding of that request is basically to dance naked. Okay. He commands... That is what I do at every one of my birthday parties. You dance naked or you... (laughs) Your queen, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Oh, I don't want that image in my head. (laughs) She, understandably, says, um, thanks but no thanks. Yeah. I don't really want to do that. Ahasuerus gets super, super angry. He speaks to his his advisors and his advisors tell him, no, nah, this is no good. Bad precedent for, you know, disobedience everywhere. This is going, yeah. Yep, yep. And so he basically gets rid of her. Is he killer? Yes. Yeah. I think old. that's the... I don't. I can't remember if it actually says specifically that he does kill her, but he, uh, he basically... Ro- yeah. He rolls her up in a Persian rug and throws her into the river. Yeah, I, yeah, I you know. Story yeah. yeah, mostly. Well, he's a bad dude. Yeah, Already, well, yeah. look, I suppose in those days, and even up until relatively recently, kings could do whatever the hell they want, eh? That's true. Doesn't so, mean it's good. No, doesn't yeah. mean it's good. But, I'm, I mean, he's he's a pretty ambiguous figure in terms of whether he's good or bad. Yeah. I mean... Well, my books, he's, uh, he's started off on the wrong foot. No, absolutely. 100%. Not going to argue new, with that. Does he get a new queen? Good question. He puts out a call. He tells his people, go find me all the young, beautiful women in all the kingdom bring them to me, parade them in front of me in some sort of beauty show, okay. and I'm going to choose my new queen. Yeah, like Persia's next top model, but like more slave wife. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, basically. Okay. But to replace the queen, right? Yeah. Um, now, people don't have a choice. The women, Jewish and non-Jewish, don't have a choice. The um, guards yeah. of the king come and they grab everyone. There's a Jewish man by the name of Mordechai. Okay. Yeah. Have you heard like, the name Mordechai before? I've heard um, like Mordechai. Yeah. yeah, so I think Mordecai is probably people who haven't been practicing the ch as well as you have. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was in... Uh, what game is it? Um, a game? He's in a... There's a character called Mordecai in a game, which I cannot remember the name of. Oh. But uh, he's like a sniper guy. Okay. Is All right, there well, something aerial about Mordecai? Birds and stuff? Not no? particularly. He wasn't a sniper. <laughs> he, he was just a good Jew. Okay? okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Now, he lives with his adopted... Niece, well, his niece, who's his adopted daughter, mm-hmm. as in he's always, she's always been his niece, but she, she doesn't have parents, so she lives with her uncle Mordechai. Her name is Esther. Okay. Yep. The, so, sorry, just to stop you. The sure. game is Borderlands. Just remembered it. Oh, so awesome. If, anyone, uh, if anyone's a fan of that game, there's yeah, a guy good. I was, I was very worried you weren't going to remember the name of the game. Yeah. Yeah, it's very distracted. Okay, but tell me about Esther. Esther's, you know, good Jewish girl, but she gets taken along with all the other young girls and. Um, you know, taken to the king and paraded in front of the king. Can you guess what happens next? It's not sounding good for Esther. Does he ask her to dance naked? Nope. Uh, he uh, chooses her? He chooses her. Okay. Well done. Even 10 without, points. Even without a naked dance? Um, uh, look, maybe they did have to dance naked. I'm, I'm really unsure. It of seems like the details of the beauty pageant. Yeah. yeah, it could be. Oh, this is a rough gig for Esther. It is. Does it she is. know what happened to the previous queen? I would assume so. I would assume it was across all the newspapers and TV shows at the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, assu- I'm assuming the news was widespread. Because also, like, why would he be choosing a queen? Something must have happened to the previous one. Yeah. But well, she... Yeah. 
But she doesn't know, like, she must not know the full story. I, I really don't know. Well, I guess she doesn't really have a chance, does she? Yeah, or I suppose choice. maybe, I'm sure there were rumours about exactly what happened to the Queen. But people know, she did something, he got rid of her, he wants a new one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the King Ahasuerus doesn't know that Esther's Jewish. So, okay. yeah, so Esther's keeping that under wraps, hasn't really told him who where, who, where she comes from, anything like that. Yeah, this is already sounding not great for Esther. Yeah. Now there's a bad guy. He, introducing um, the antagonist, the evil. His name is Haman. Yeah. Now Sounds Haman, like an evil name. Yeah, yeah. Haman is an advisor to the king and he does not like the Jews. And he gets really, really irritated because Mordechai refuses to bow down to him. Okay. There's yeah. always a sneaky advisor in every story like this. Yeah. You know, like the guy just whispering in the ear of the yeah. king. I always picture Haman like Jafar from Aladdin. That's exactly what I'm picturing. Yeah. I, I imagine all of these stories are basically Aladdin. Yeah. Well, look, this was Persia way, way before yeah. what Aladdin would be set in, I imagine. Yeah. But yeah. there's definitely a magic carpet and I know Persians love carpets, so. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'll have to take your word for it. <laughs> or rugs. Are rugs the same as carpets? The difference between a rug and a carpet? Yeah. Is a carpet like it has to be like fixed to the floor and a rug can like go anywhere? Um, I think a carp. I think a rug can't be fixed to the floor, but a carpet can be, but doesn't have to be. Okay, because Aladdin rides a magic carpet, not a magic rug. You know, right? But right. my understanding is rugs are more mobile. Yeah, maybe rug is just a rugged carpet. Yeah, true. I have no idea. I don't know why we even, we're even discussing this. I well, now I'm one. Won- now I'm wondering about it. Yeah, a rug and a carpet. I've derailed the podcast already. Maybe a rug has to sit on top. Of whatever the floor is, but the carpet is the material of the floor. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm on board with you. Do you think anyone's ever put a rug on top of a carpeted floor? Yes, hundred percent. That's crazy. Hundred percent. That's insane to me. Yeah, What's look. The point. You don't. Put, I don't know. Aesthetics? You don't put like a uh, a bit of wood down on top of your wooden floorboards. You know. Hmm. Like I understand a rug on floorboards. I've got one myself. Yeah. Yeah. But the double the double rug. The carpet to rug is not a move I'd go for. Maybe it's good insulation if you live in a cold place. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. I'm just grasping at straws here. <laughs> yeah. Grasping at threads? Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. All right, moving right along. <laughs> yeah, Haman, right. bad dude. He gets really irritated because he likes everyone bowing down to him because he thinks he's an important bloke. Mordechai refuses to. He's Jewish. The only person he bows to is God. Yeah. That really ticks Haman off. So Haman, he goes to the king. And he says, look, there are these people, um, the Jews, and they really don't like you. And they really don't like, you know, Persian society. And they're evil and they want to overtake everything. You know, yada, yada, yada. Normal yeah. anti-Semitic Yeah, I understand. Bull. Do you know what I mean? I'm really rooting for Haman to, to come to a, a pretty bad end. Yeah, well, look, you know it all ends in celebrations anyway. Yeah. So, spoilers. But we'll get there. So, Haman pretty much convinces Ahasuerus to just sign this decree saying on this day, which was just determined by a lottery, we're going to kill all the Jews. Yeah. Okay. The Jews find not, out about not it. Great. <laughs> yeah, not, not great. Mordechai finds out about it, isn't too happy. All the Jews are in mourning. You know, no one's really knowing what to do. They are trying to repent and fast and pray. And Mordechai approaches Esther, who's now the queen, and I, going, yeah. you got to do something I'm, about this. I was thinking Esther's going to be... I feel like she's going to kill him. She's um, going to rise up and, and slit his throat. All right, all right. Slow down, slow down. Okay, I'm just trying to guess. But. So Esther is a little bit hesitant, right? Because she's not in 
the best of situations because even though she's the queen, she just can't approach the king whenever she wants and demand things. Very, very patriarchal society. Yeah. The king is the top. You know, that whole shebang. Meanwhile, there's a bit of a subplot going on because Mordechai actually saves the life of the king by uncovering an assassination attempt. Okay. Okay. Now, Ahasuerus, in you know, a bit of a convoluted fashion, decides he needs to reward someone. And he asks Haman, oh, how do I reward someone who's saved my life? And Haman, thinking that the king's referring to him, goes, yeah, you know, dress him up in your kingly suit and put him on the kingly horse and stuff, expecting him to get that reward. Yeah. Hashverosh goes, excellent, go do that to Mordechai. And there's a little bit of a comeuppance there because now Haman has to, you know, yeah, parade yeah. Mordechai around who he detests. Yeah. Anyway, Esther decides... I've got to actually do something to save the Jews. And she invites Haman and the king to a party. Oh, no. Yeah, to yeah, a party. It's all come full circle. Yeah, now Haman is feeling pretty good about himself because he's going to a party with the king and queen. So they go and they have a party and it's all great. And Esther says, you know what? Let's do another party. Let's have this. Let's have a second party. All right. Yeah. Kick, kick ons. Okay. Now Haman's really like, okay, and now I'm in it. The first party went well. Second party... It's going to go even better. It's going to be hectic. Nangs. Yeah. Yeah. At the party, the king goes to Esther. Okay, what can I do for you? What do you you want from me? I'll do anything. You want half the kingdom? I'll give you half the kingdom. Anything. Esther goes, well, you should know that um, there's a person who's out to kill me and all my people. um, And, you know, this guy's a bad bloke and he's really, you know, Gunning for me. Oh, no. And he's like, who is it? Haman's in trouble. And Haman's also like, yeah, who is it? Because he also <laughs> doesn't know that Esther's Jewish. Yeah, yeah. And Esther says, I'm Jewish and it's Haman. Oh, no. Yeah. He's dead for sure. Oh, yeah. Ahasuerus just loses his cool, right? He goes outside. He starts like pacing around the garden. He's just fuming. Yeah. Meanwhile, Haman starts begging with Esther. Forgive me. It's blah, 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 blah. The king comes back in. Sees Haman like bent over his wife and just flies into an absolute rage. And it's like, first you're trying to kill my wife and all the people. Now you're trying to assault her when I'm in the other room and stuff. And basically he takes Haman and hangs him on the gallows that Haman had built to hang Mordechai. Oh, poetic almost. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the story how Esther, the heroine of, you know, the Jewish people saved the Jews. Esther's... Uh, she's she's a bad girl. Yeah, like it. yeah. yeah. It's, not, it's a it's a good feel good story. Um, there it's a big big, I guess um symbolic figure. Yeah. is Esther. She's a strong independent woman. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, look, it's not a hundred percent um reversed because and this is the part that doesn't really make sense to me. So the king wants to annul the decree against the Jews. Yeah, but for some reason can't. And that doesn't mean because he's a king, he can do whatever he wants, but he can't annul his own royal decree. So he puts like a decree on top of the decree saying, okay, well, now the Jews can defend themselves. A double decree. That's just going to start a war. Well, it did. It did. But the Jews at least could just defend themselves and then, you know, no one attacked them because people only wanted to attack them when there was no, when they weren't allowed to defend themselves. Yeah. Yeah. That's very strange that he can't be like, hey, guys, change my mind. Yeah, it's a weird it's a weird thing. Look, I'm not having brushed up on my the laws of monarchies in ancient Persia yeah. recently, but I imagine there's something technical going on there. Yeah, he has to file some kind of different paperwork and it's all a big hassle. Yeah, it's, it's, a, weird, it's yeah. a weird thing. It's a weird thing to have the power to just off your old queen because she won't dance for you. 
but then not be able to reverse your mind about a decree. I know. I'm very confused. What happened to Esther? Did she did she live a long, happy life? Yeah, Esther remains um, the queen of, I guess, ancient Persia. I don't know how yeah. much, you know. Um, and yeah, they have a child and a grandchild and their children end up actually letting the Jewish people go back to Israel so they can build their second temple. So really it was like putting in place the continuation of yeah. the Jewish people even beyond this specific story. Wow. Esther's pretty important then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's huge. Yeah, absolutely. Is she sort of revered in the Jewish community? Is she celebrated a lot? Yeah, very much so. I mean, if you name, you know, the top five heroic women in Jewish history, especially biblical history, Esther's up there. Esther's definitely up and there. And the, the book, the scroll that we read this story from is called the Book of Esther. That's good. Yeah. You yeah. want to know a little piece of trivia about it? Absolutely. I mean, there are lots of pieces of trivia in this episode. I only want a little piece of trivia. Okay, this little piece. The Book of Esther is the only book in the Jewish Bible that doesn't have the name of God in it. Crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. That is crazy. Yeah. Really. Esther's my God. Ooh. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'm I'm taking her up as my God now. All right. Sure. I've painted a God of Esther. Yeah. Look, you can do whatever you want, but yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend that as the takeaway. So So this story is... Basically what you celebrate during Passover. Yeah, so that's the story. So it happened on the day that the Jews were going to get killed was pretty much the day before Purim. Yeah. So um, it would be like Wednesday. And then because we survived that day um, and the decree was, you know, practically annulled, if not technically, we celebrate on the following day. Okay. That's yeah. good. Why? this? I refuse to call it Purim because I okay. think Pazza is just... Uh, yeah. It sounds very Australian to me, though. Is well, that just most, most, Australian thing? Most young Australians will call it Puzza. Puzza. Yeah, Puzza. Oh, no, Puzza. Okay. Yeah. Puzza. Puzza, is like that Purim, just, Puzza. Do people call it that in other places or is that just an Australian I've thing? only ever heard it from my Australian friends. And look, it could even be something from like the early 2000s. Maybe the cool, hip young kids don't yeah. say it anymore. Okay. Because you know me. I'm like an... You're an old man. I'm an old man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a father. I don't say cool words anymore. No, absolutely no. not. What's, anyway. your, um, what's your craziest uh, puzza memory? What's the loosest puzza you've ever had? Um, well, ironically, the loosest puzzas I ever <laughs> had was when I was studying abroad in Israel. Oh, that has to be. Yeah. So, like, if, if you imagine, like I went to like break. a religious institution... Um, where like you learn lots of Torah and you study the stuff in depth. Yeah. And because it's like religious, so there it's like they're separate boys and girls institutions. So it's all boys. Yeah. Um, and basically what happened was there was a, there's a lot of alcohol. We'll, yeah. we'll get to why it's there's a lot of yeah. alcohol in a moment, but there's a lot of, there was a lot of alcohol, but there's this thing called, um, you, we're on rosters to help out in the kitchen. Yeah. So like help clean, help serve and stuff like that. Just as part of like the communal aspect of it. Yep, yep. And I was, I was rostered on on Purim night. That's not what you want. No, it's you not what I want. You don't want to be working in the kitchen on Purim. You want to get yeah. munted on Purim. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what happened was I had to help and then I could only join the party and the festivities late. Meanwhile, uh, okay. all my friends had already progressed to a point of intoxication. yeah. Uh, that I had not yet reached. No, they were on the nose beers by that point. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I had to k- t- try and take a couple of shortcuts and, you know, catch up a little bit. Um, and it didn't particularly end too well. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you, did you, did you 
you know, puke? Did you did you throw up? I did. I must have. I don't really remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. A classic puzza blackout. Yeah, yeah. What do you drink? What's the alcohol that you drink? On okay, so let's get into that. Let's get yeah. into what That's we do on I the actual day. So the big thing is, and you know, not that it has any other similarities to it, but Purim is very similar to like Halloween because everyone gets dressed up. Okay. Getting dressed up is the big thing on Purim because there's a theme of like um, of hiding your identity because Esther hid her identity from the king. There's the theme of because God's not explicitly mentioned in the book in the story of Esther, but it's very clear that he's like pulling the strings from behind the curtain. There's that, that whole element to it, like hiding yourselves yeah, behind yeah. masks, and that's developed over time to doing more than just wearing masks, like dressing up like you know superheroes and dressing. You know, oh, any okay. movie character. Like, just dressing up in general. Yeah. Does anyone dress up as Esther or is that, like, not kosher? No, that's, like, that most people. Oh, okay. Yeah, especially young girls. It's like, they want to be a princess. It's uh, okay. Purim. Let's be Princess Esther or Queen is it Esther. like Halloween where everyone dresses up as, like, sexy Esther? I'm sure there are some people who do it. Um, I, The people that do it probably don't do it and come to synagogue <laughs> to yeah. listen to the reading. Um, Look, look, I'm sure... I'm sure the people who want to dress sexy use any opportunity to dress up sexy. Okay. But yeah. yeah, it's not, I wouldn't say it's encouraged. Yeah. I would definitely be a sexy Esther, I think. Yeah. But I mean, you just have to dress normally, mean, right? Yeah. I yeah. just put on like a dress. And <laughs> yeah. Ready, yeah ready exactly. What do you think about the idea of uh, like synagogue? Synagogue. Okay. Yeah, some kind of synagogue themed beer. I like that. I know we had synagogues before, but yeah. I'm going hard again. Synagogue. Yeah. That's good. Like some, and you're allowed to drink it. I really like that. Yeah, it's good because I mean, the synagogue I go to, they often have like community wine. Um, yeah. What do you call it? Like creation? What, what do you call distilling? What do you call the process of making wine? <laughs> Fermenting, maybe. Yeah, but that's what happens to the grapes. I, d- I don't know. Anyway, okay. I don't know what grape making is is called. So often they go like they get a group together and they go to like a vineyard and they pick grapes and stuff. Yeah. And I know they've tried to do it with beer. So maybe maybe synagogue is a good a good idea. Yeah, I feel like it would just be beer. But is there is there a special alcohol you're meant to drink? No, no, there's nothing special. Um, okay. So basically, because it's there's we have a festive meal and there's a lot of partying and stuff. It's there's also a tradition to get drunk, yeah, like a positive tradition to get drunk. But having said that, a lot of people are resistant to it for reasons because sometimes it gets out of hand. And the whole point is to get drunk, like. So that you have a good time and that you, you can really celebrate, not really to get drunk so that you p- end up puking or, you know, do things that are inappropriate. It's not that sort of okay. drunk. And there's a, there's a lot of discussion in like um, Jewish literature about the proper ways of whether you should or shouldn't get drunk in what context around which people, why, and how like how you act when you're drunk, how that reflects who you are or aren't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would not be... I would not be a good person. <laughs> no one's <laughs> saying you're not a good person. No, I'm just saying a lot of people, as I'm sure you can understand, really grab onto this tradition of getting drunk like it's the most important commandment ever received yeah. by God. As the Australian in me is is on board with just the binge drinking yeah. aspect of it. Like just well, get yeah, absolutely well, cooked. You, yeah. you added the word binge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It seems like uh, if you're going to do it, do it. Yeah. You know? But there's more to Purim than just that. Okay. So, you know, giving gifts to people donating um, money to the poor so that they can also afford to have a festive meal. Those are all really integral parts. Okay. Well, that's nice. Yeah. But I'm more on board of just the binge drinking. No, no one's surprised. No one's surprised. (laughs) And then also we have to read 
the story of Esther twice. So we read it once at night twice. and then once in the day. That's, yeah. That seems excessive to me. Well, look, it's it's not a bad story. If you're going to read one, one. But I mean, twice in a day. Yeah, but it's not so long. It takes about um, 15, 20 minutes if you go through it quickly. I but, mean, you just told me the whole story and it didn't take that long. So, But I didn't read the whole yeah. story. I mean, I give you like an abridged version. Yeah, that's okay. And also people do funny things. So like the kids will boo every time Haman's name is mentioned. Or like, you know, some people when like a horse is mentioned will neigh. Like it's a very interactive, <laughs> um, okay. so lively like, thing. Yeah, it's like a screaming of the a screening of the room where people bring like spoons and dress up. And <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's a slightly more, um, in terms of its narrative cohesive than okay. the room i would to, say what are you trying to say <laughs> i'm trying to say the room is probably not the uh, paradigm of you know yeah, western I, culture I, I, okay well you're, you've upset more people in, in that one sentence than i've upset in the entirety Look, of i'm sure i have but i'm sure there are lots of people listening to this going what the hell is the room and i feel bad for those people do you yeah tommy wizzo is my god <laughs> forget <laughs> esther I'm, I'm back on the wizzo train oh god um i'm trying to think anything else about Purim? ah there's a tradition to eat a little triangular shaped um, like the biscuits, but then it's more like some... Are they filled with anything? Yeah, filled with sometimes jam, custard, chocolate. Yeah, I'm, I'm into it. You know, poppy seeds. Okay. Yeah. Things like that. I mean, people can fill it up, custard, anything you want. Um, and they are delicious, but if you are bad at baking, they're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think... Well, that doesn't seem like the kind of thing I'd want to eat when I'm having like a serious... A serious puzza, you know, when I'm really tying mm. one on. I don't want, like, some custard. What would you eat? Like a kebab? Oh, yeah. So, I mean... Halal snack pack? <laughs> you is, get... that fr- is that frowned upon in the Jewish community? Yeah, as long as it's a kosher halal snack pack. <laughs> uh, Look, no, you're having yeah, a big no meal. Cheese, couldn't do it. You're having the big festive meal. So, you can have kebabs at that meal, for yeah. sure. Most people, like, like to theme the, um, the feast yeah. as well. I just feel like there's so... nothing quite like a 3 a.m. kebab, you know, after a big puzza, I can yeah. imagine. Yeah, yeah. 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 Look, Puzza's good. Puzza's exciting. People love it. Um, as, a, as, a, as a child, we always in, loved it. It's like the best day. Can I come to Puzza and just like ruin it completely? How would you ruin it? I'm getting just too drunk, obnoxiously drunk and no. throwing up everywhere. I don't... That, I could get on board with it. Like I could listen to that story and boo and nay. And yeah. really get into it. Yeah, you and all the other little kids yeah. all sitting around <laughs> booing. Yeah, and everyone would be like, who is, this, uh, who is this Gentile? No, they'd know exactly who you are. You are... Famous yeah. in the Perth Jewish community. <laughs> I've actually made it. I've made it to top. They would, they would be. By the end of the night, I think they'd be like, he's a pretty good mensch. What would you dress up? <laughs> what would, would you dress up as? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was not bad. Yeah, what a mensch. I would dress up. Well, I said I was going to be sexy Esther. Yeah. But I reckon as oh, yeah, like you did, you an did. outsider coming in, yeah. that maybe I could dress up as, um, what's his name again? Man. Haman? Haman. Oh, the bad guy? Yeah, I the anti like the bad guy. Oh, uh, yeah. And, like scare the kids and stuff. That'd Lots of cool. people do dress up as a man. Yeah. Which is um, like it's odd because, I don't know, it's weird. Because it's like on the one hand, yeah, I understand why you're dressing up as a man. But on the other hand, even though he wasn't successful, he was um, he was gunning to be a Hitler-like creature. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a bit, it's a bit odd. But I suppose that's time and distance and... Yeah, he wanted to be Hitler before Hitler was even Hitler. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was hipster Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I can't believe I said that. I regret <laughs> the minute I said it, I regret it. It's like, yeah, he, he was Hitler before it was cool. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I really regret saying that. You should. Yeah. Anyway, not a good guy. Yeah. Um. And yeah, but look, he got killed in the end. Mm-hmm. How do you atone when you say something like, you know, you're like, you feel bad for saying that. Yeah. 
do you have to like do a prayer? Like, because I know when I was in primary school, yeah, Catholic primary school, I said, uh, yeah. I said shit. Oh time. my god! I know. And a teacher heard me. Oh yeah. Uh, and then my punishment was to say like ten Hail Marys, like this yeah. prayer Hail Mary ten times. Hmm. And as a kid, I was like, this is amazing. Like I can do whatever I want, and all I have to do is say a few prayers. It, it definitely. Looking at the, the <laughs> yeah. state of the Catholic Church at the moment, definitely yeah. didn't set a dangerous precedent. Okay, so um, I'm going to spot that minefield and I'm going to dodge <laughs> it. <laughs> well, there are no such thing as like hail esters or anything like that. Oh, there should be. Um, if, if you do something wrong, like I don't really think trying to make a, a terrible joke on a podcast like Hipster Hitler qualifies as that. But if you, if you do do something wrong, um, you know, doing repentance and Judaism is a very personal thing. Yeah. We pray three times a day, so... Any opportunity you want, you can always repent to God. Um, but we do have spe- like a specific day of the Jewish calendar where um, we focus on repentance. But we'll talk about that in a later episode. Yeah. So okay. don't 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 try and get previews to what we're going to talk about I'm later. Sorry that my questions are just fantastic. Yeah, they are on point. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. You know. Cool. Any other thing about Purim? No, I think it sounds good. I wish there was. A, I do wish there was a. Um, a specific alcohol that you were meant to drink. That's why I feel like synagogue might come in, or like. But what would synagogue be? I don't know. Well, I feel like if there there should be like um, like a weird spirit, you know. A lot of people prefer wine. Yeah. A lot of people prefer wine. Um, I guess because wine is just more traditionally drunk. Like we use wine a lot in religious ceremonies. Yeah. Well, wine getting wine drunk is pretty fun. Yeah. It's a good drunk. Yeah. It's a bad hangover, but it's like a very fun yeah. drunk. So I think people like wine. Um, obviously in Australia, lots of people have beer. Yeah. Um, whiskey is actually more common than you would think. That's, you're on board for a loose Purim. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to think what else is common. I mean, everybody, each to their own really. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like there's a market for this. Yeah. Make some kind of pre-mixed Purim specific. Synagogue? Would you call it synagogue? Nah, that's more for just like everyday synagogue. Ah, I see. Like this is like a... Like a little fat lamb, but just for like Purim. <laughs> a special Purim liqueur. Yeah, no, just like a you know, like a one point five liter plastic bottle of like alcoholic ginger oh. beer that is just for kids. And- Alcohol should never come in anything plastic. <laughs> it just it sh- shouldn't. <laughs> it makes it very hard to glass people if it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Which has no place in Puzza. <laughs> well, it, you know, if it gets wild, uh, it does. It does get wild. Look, having never glassed anyone or been the recipient of a glassing. Oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I should yeah. hope not. Uh, yeah. But it seems... I have seen people get glassed and it's very upsetting. Really? When? Yeah. Just like out. Or just, just yeah, out? Just out. Just a casual Saturday night? I don't know if you've ever been out in the city. I have, but I've never witnessed the glassing. <laughs> it happens more frequently than it should. Ah, oh, bloody hell. Yeah. Not anyway, good. should we move on to vocabulary? Yeah. It's been a while. I know. I don't even remember. Well, I used mensch. Yeah, you did that use mensch. Good. Yeah, you still use muzzle tov every so often. Yeah. Schlepp. Schlepp. Schlep is a great one. I love the schlep. Yeah. My, uh, I had a big schlep the other day when I got my new TV. Yeah, you not did. To get, not to brag too much about my new TV, but oh boy. Well, I, the truth is most people think that we're doing the podcast because it's popular or we're doing the podcast because we missed it or we're doing the podcast because Purim's this week. The truth is I just wanted to come see your TV. Yeah, absolutely. And it did not disappoint. It is huge. Yeah. like Most people will be yeah. surprised because I am particularly tall, but it's probably bigger than me. Probably. Corner yeah, to corner diagonally, is probably yeah. taller than you. And yeah. I'm not very tall. No. No. It's 75 inches. It's, <sighs> it's, it's excessive. Yeah. But it was a schlep because it was delivered to my house. Yeah. And uh, the screws for the feet aren't the right screws. So that was oh, a bit of a God. schlep. 
but yeah. not, not too big of a deal. Sorted that out. But it was delivered without the remote. No oh, man. So then I had to schlep myself all yeah. the way down to where I bought it from to yeah. pick out the remote, schlep it home. It was just. It was but it's all worth it. it you've you've earned yourself a, a, a nice cold synagogue yeah. bottle of beer. <laughs> It wouldn't. That would be good. It would be yeah. nice just chilling back of a synagogue in front of my seventy-five inch yeah. TV, and just watching. Um, what's that? What's the movie I watched recently? Um, Prince of Egypt. Prince of Egypt. Yeah. Yeah. That would be good actually to watch on that. I wonder if it holds up. Anyway, again, you're taking me down a, a, a tangent. Yeah, we've gone. Yeah. So Look, this I'm just excited. today's vocabulary actually is not a Yiddish word, unlike most of the words that we do. It's okay. actually from Hebrew, so it's a relatively modern one. Cool. And the word is sababa. Sababa. Yeah, sababa. I like that one because it's uh, it's fun to say. Yeah, and easy to say. It's Israeli slang. Oh, cool. So you hear Israelis say it a lot, and then you also hear people who are not Israelis but in Israel trying to speak Hebrew and, you know, you know, mesh. They're yeah. trying to you know really be one of the locals. Okay. Use it, and it always. And I'm not Israeli, and even I can tell this. It always sounds a little bit forced when yeah. an Israeli uses it. Like any slang, they know how to use it. Okay. But I think there's a subtlety in using it. Does it mean like something cool happened? That was cool? Exactly. That's exactly what it means. Oh, that's a good So guess. it means like um, cool or great or anything to express like satisfaction or um, you know, enthusiasm or something. It can also be used as like no problem. So like, okay, you know. Oh, yeah, sababa. Yeah, do you want to do it? Yeah, sababa. Sababa. Yeah, do you want to help me like schlep my, I don't know, my fridge to a new house? Does that work? Sababa. I mean, you could say Sababa. Who would? <laughs> yeah, like who would use it in that context? I don't know. I just learned this word two seconds ago. Yeah. So no. I, I would. You could. If you actually really wanted to do it and you thought it moving a fridge halfway yeah. across town would be fun, then yeah, you could use it. Uh, okay. So it has to be fun. Like a fun thing. Not it's like, like a positive oh, thing. It's fine. I'll do it. Yeah, Sababa. No, I think it's like a positive thing. Uh, okay. I cool. could be wrong. I could be missing a subtlety of Israeli slang, but I think it's, I think it's like genuine positivity. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, like, there's a new episode of I'm Talking to Jew out today. Yes. Sababa. Ah, oh, Sababa. Yeah. I think. Yeah, maybe. There's a game that, um, as teenagers, lots of young teenagers like to play. It's called Sababa Vehakol. So, basically, that means all's good. Like, everything's good. Yeah. And then you so, so you say, like, Sababa Vehakol, but, like, she has a tail or he has a tail. And then you go, like, oh, would you, you know, marry this person if everything about them is, like, great? But they had like a monkey's tail. Okay. And then it's just a game that silly teenagers I trying would... to find themselves in this yeah. overly sexualized world trying to play. <laughs> I would definitely marry someone with a tail. Would you? A prehensile tail? I wish I had a prehensile tail. What if it's tail? not prehensile? Get out of my face. What if it's prehensile but I can't control it? So it's like the tail has a mind of its own. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's like being married to two people. Yeah. But one can't talk. Yeah. <laughs> I wish they both. But can slap you. I wish I had a prehensile tail. How that was so good. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm all for a tail, but I don't know that my spouse would be for me having a tail. I'd be so helpful, especially if your baby. Mm, yeah. With your little, your little sababa at home. Yeah, yeah. My little sababa. <laughs> Sounds like I, what you call think a baby. You, I don't think you can. I tried to use it differently. I, I don't, don't think know. that works. Reinventing. I suppose if you ask me how's life with a baby, I would say, oh yeah, sababa. Sababa. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't because I'm exhausted, but I suppose you could yeah. say Sababa. Well, how is life with the baby? Sababa. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> did not look like you meant that at all. Yeah. What if it's not Sababa? What's the opposite of Sababa? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know. Well, do some research and uh, why don't you know everything already? Why don't you send an email into 
uh, talkingjew at gmail.com and yeah. I'll get to it. Hey, good segue. Because, Thank you very much. Yeah, because we've got mail. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. I know this is, um, pro- we probably received this just after our most recent podcast. Okay, so about seven years ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Cool. <laughs> um, so this is from one of our most uh, frequent listeners and most active God, I hope it's listeners. Bookie again. It's not Bookie, actually, oh, bookie. but it's um, um, a guy named Ellie. Uh, Ellie or Eli? It's not Was well, that anti-Semitic? It's not anti-Semitic, but I suppose in Hebrew, Ellie is just short for a longer Hebrew okay. name. Um, so in English, like in in like Australia, Ellie would only be a girl's name, mm. but in Hebrew, Ellie's a common boy's name. Okay, cool. and it's a girl's name actually. It's yeah, both. It's unisex. But this Ellie is short for um, a name that's masculine. Cool. Yeah. So he says, um, last episode, Aaron briefly mentioned that he flirts with atheism. Can we please have an episode detailing Aaron's flirting adventures? I also have a segment suggestion. How about every week or two, Aaron brings in an object associated with Judaism and Cal has to describe it and guess what its use is. Did you do that today? And then he said, loving the show, which is appreciated. That's good. I would like to have uh, just an entirely separate podcast that is just about your flirting adventures. Not even with atheism. (laughs) Just just general flirting adventures. (laughs) I already uh, confided in you. Um, my drunk pusser story. Yeah. You think we want to do more? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> more more embarrassing tales from yeah. Aaron's past. That's all I want to do. Yeah. Um, flirting with atheism. I don't know. Um, I I don't really recall saying that actually, but it it probably yeah. is something I would have said. It's probably because I'm just very involved um, in you know philosophy and yeah. I'm, I try to be an amateur f- philosopher. I try to be a amateur yeah. theologian. Um, for me religion's never been clear cut and believing God's never been clear cut. Yeah. Well, you also have a lot, you have a lot of involvement with like the secular world, right? Yeah. 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 So you're around, you're around people who aren't Jewish all the time. Which, yeah. Um, that's not, no, it's not, it's, it's normal, I guess, but yeah, of course it's yeah. normal. I suppose some people never, some people have, and I don't mean this in like a horrible sense, but some people have like a simple faith. They like just believe yeah. and they have no reason to question. They have no, um, you know, no, impetus to question anything yeah. but i suppose how about you have you ever flirted with theism um i li- uh yeah you know yeah i the idea of of like a a uh, an afterlife i guess or like a higher a greater power is, yeah uh, is interesting to me well i mean even that even that's taking a few steps yeah and I'm again not, i'm not a staunch i'm not a i don't wouldn't describe myself as like a staunch atheist yeah i because i don't i don't know maybe yeah. i'm like uh um What's the word? What's the word I'm looking for here? Agnostic. Not not like entirely agnostic, but like right. yeah, yeah. I'm kind of on the fence. Okay. You know. Well, I suppose it comes down to um, whether you believe in something transcendent or not. Hmm. Now, the nature of what that transcendent thing is, whether it's the traditional Jewish or Christian or you know Muslim yeah. God or anything else, or it's something that's not quite codified in any one religion. But I guess that's where it starts with, right? Yeah. I mean, anyone who says that they know for sure yeah. doesn't. They're probably trying sure. to sell you something. Yeah. No yeah. one knows for sure. So I'm, I'm open to that. I yeah. wouldn't be bummed out if, I, if there was something else, mm. you know? That's good. I'd, I don't know if, how, if I'd get in. I hope I would pick the right side. I am, that's one thing I'm interested in. Yeah. Like going staunchly atheist. Yeah. You've got no, you've got no um, like chips in the game. Right. When you die. You right. Know? You're not... You, if there is something... Yeah. You're going to the bad place. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, even for me. So if I live, and I don't really think I live, you know, the ideal religious life. But if I 
live a relatively Jewish observant life. Yeah. But it turns out that, you know, Jesus really was the Messiah. I'm not going into heaven. No. I mean, look, I don't really believe in the, you know, black and white versions of heaven and hell. See our earlier episode on <laughs> that topic. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like in, in that simplistic notion of it. Yeah. So well, I love a gamble. So maybe I should just choose. Should you just dabble in every religion? Try to well, spread I, your pieces I across the board? I don't think you can hedge your bets. You no. Because that's not going to get you in. Yeah. You arrive at the pearly gates or I don't know, whatever else is up there. Yeah. You're not, you're not getting you in. Mm. You can't have a, you can't have a piece in a piece of every pie. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. all or nothing. That's true. So maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll choose something. Well, this week you'd probably choose Judaism because of Puzza. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Puzza sounds fun, but I'm sure there are other religions that have like nope. massive nope. parties. Nope. <laughs> nope. Judaism's the only one that ever has fun. I say that with complete authority. <laughs> did you bring, did you bring an object in? No, I didn't. Cause I wanted to float that uh, second idea past I like you. It. Yeah, yeah. It's a good idea. Okay. I've got to think how many, um, you know, ambiguous looking objects there are. Yeah. Well, oh, you could bring in that, um, the citrus fruit and that weird uh, yeah, yeah. thing in. I can I do that. I don't, I, like. I don't have it with me because it's not really the season. But no. when we speak about that festival, I'll bring that in. Yeah. Well, I brought a dreidel in when we did you Hanukkah. Did. Yeah. It would have to be, yeah, it's, it's hard to, yeah. to bring in something that's ambiguous. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, it could I'll, just I'll, be a Jewish thing that I would describe. I'll see what I can rustle up yeah. from home. But yeah, two, a good question, good suggestion. Um, I think we'll maybe talk more about like atheism and God and stuff when we talk about in an upcoming episode, the yeah. fundamental beliefs of Judaism. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, that was a good question. Yeah. Uh, we, we need more questions as well. Yeah, we do. At gmail.com. Send them in. We're back yeah. now. It's yep. been a, you know, we've had an interrupted sort of... Yeah. For the last few months. Look, you were away. I was away. I have a child. You yeah. got a new TV. You know, it's, things happening. Oh, basically, what you're trying to say is that I've got responsibilities now. <laughs> yeah, and, exactly. You know, you're just messing around yeah. with, with this baby. Look, so it might not be quite as regular as um we were when yeah. we were both, you know, not saddled with responsibilities. Yeah. But hey, look, you know, you love us. We love you. We'll be back. Yeah. If you Don't want go it, anywhere. Yeah, if you want it to be regular. Just send us like a bunch of money. Yeah, you know, I'm not. I'm not asking for it. It's like if you want to make, if you want to send us some money, like I'll take a hundred grand. It's fine. Yeah, I'm very glad the non-Jewish partner in this podcast started yeah. doing the begging well, for the money. To, one of us has to do it. One of us has to. Do it. Yeah, and I'd prefer you do it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, that's about it for me. Yeah, I think that's it. Great. Welcome back to us. It feels good to be back. It does. Uh, see you later.